Hello, baby. You're listening to My Perfect Playlist with me, Mark Nelson. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is episode 11. Thank you very much, as always, uh, for listening and downloading. Hugely, hugely appreciated. My guest today is, finally, we've got him on, finally an episode with uh, Ryan Cullen. I don't know if you remember, back, way, way back in like uh, episode 3 or 4 or something, we tried to do one with Ryan and in that infant stages I had no idea what I was doing with any of this equipment. So for so- somehow I corrupted a file. I have no idea how that happened. I don't know. I must have shown it some very, very dodgy pornography on the internet and I have corrupted the thing. So uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't salvage it. I sent it to loads of people. Anyway, got Ryan back and uh, we redid it. And I'm really glad we did because it was very, very funny. Uh, Ryan's a, a cracking, cracking guy. Really, really, really good stand-up comedian. Uh, probably one of the best joke writers that I have ever, ever met and ever seen on stage. He's absolutely fantastic. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. Some really, really cool tunes. So here's the episode. Ryan Cullen, thank you very much for joining me again. How are you? I'm fucking great. Absolutely banging. <laughs> this is the this is the the Zack Snyder cut of, your, it, uh, of your podcast because we, we recorded this we four recorded, and a half hours long. Yeah, <laughs> we recorded the the first one ages yeah. ago, and um, when I came to edit it. It, it it was it was all fucked up. The voices were all fucked up. <laughs> and sure it just wasn't my voice. Well, initially I thought it was just you. You know the way you the way you, the way you speak all Irish like. But then uh, I was like, nah, this doesn't sound so. Yeah, so the file got corrupted. Yeah, uh, well, okay. That's a good word for files corrupted. Corrupted. Yeah, yeah. And corrupted. Uh, it's been it's been thrown off the force now. The file it's had the hand <laughs> in its badge, and it's. Uh, but uh, it was. Um, cause I think it was my. I think it was my laptop that did it. Um, no. That fucking Lenovo. Oh, I, oh, the Lenovo you try to give me? Yes. yes. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about that. Do you remember? Because uh, I, I bought it off you in advance of knowing that mine's was going to break, so I wasn't in any rush for it. Yeah. And then uh, you were like, uh, <laughs> you messaged me going like, I go, Is you, when are you next over for that Lenovo? I know you months later, and you're just like, I've got something to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I need because because they they sprung they sprung homeschooling on us. Aye, that's so suddenly right. <laughs> suddenly I needed two laptops for each child. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I never thought I never thought the fucking six year old would need a laptop. So no no. So no. I had to I had to go back cap in hand to you going. I'm afraid I can't give you this piece of shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. We're recording this uh, the night before we go away to Blackpool together. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. gigging. We're not. We're, <laughs> we're not going yeah, down. We're, <laughs> A weekend of romance. <laughs> Don't see the fireworks. It reminds me, and I, I, it reminds me, I've never even been there. Uh, do you, have you been to Bundoran? Have you ever heard no. of Bundoran? Right, so Bundoran's up in uh, Donegal. I remember that I told you a story about the worst gig I ever had, and Eugene, my dad, trying to fight people. That was in Bundoran, right? Right, okay. So Bundoran's like uh, the holiday place in Donegal. They call it the Las Vegas in the hill of Donegal, right? And basically what they do is uh, there's a water world there. 
but right. like it's so di- it's the worst water world like you could you could see like bloody water and then a like lifeless child slide out the bottom of the slides <laughs> and everything because there's nails and shit the whole way down it and i uh, for some reason that's what i think and i i remember at 12 years old and they fell off a some sort of monkey roller coaster right <laughs> some sort of monkey some sort of monkey so i reckon so i reckon so I reckon that's what I have, and that's what I think Blackpool's going to be like, you know? Yeah, it might. I mean, it will be. I think it will be nice. Plus, the illumin- well. illuminations are on. Okay, nice. Which is like, uh, do you know what the Blackpool illuminations are? Uh, no. So it's, it's like, it's not even a light show. They basically put up loads of massive kind of Christmas lights. Okay. And they, right. they line the street. But people, okay. like when I was growing up, people go mental for this thing. Okay. And it's like a proper dad thing that whenever whenever my dad and, and most people's dad would do this whenever they'd come in the house yeah and a load of lights would come on your yeah. dad would go fucking mental and start yelling <laughs> shit like what's this fucking blackpool illuminations in here but, <laughs> that's excellent it's an absolute dad so I'm, I'm gonna be doing it all weekend even though, my, even though my kids will have no frame of reference to it at all <laughs> oh, i love it absolutely right playlist um yeah belter as I was saying, I can't remember what we talked about. Um, I mean, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna get all the classic Eugene stories. Who's your dad? <laughs> yes, we, we did get them told, and we can't we not uh, <laughs> slip them in somewhere. Well, but, well, I'll remember a few of them. I think one or two of them will remind me. Of oh, just the classics. Aye, aye. aye, nothing that's gonna affect any court case he's currently involved in. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> uh, right, your opening track, uh, okay. "Search and Destroy" by the Stooges. Oh yeah, gets me fired up, you know. I feel like already I've played it in my own head now, and I feel like throwing a cinder block through a pet window, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. I, that's what it was. Gets me all fired up. You that's know? A could be any. Song. Could be any. Could be. I want to be your dog. Could be any Stooges song, really. Even to think about it. Yeah. But uh, you love punk, don't you? I did. I especially when I was younger. I've actually started listening to a lot of it more again. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a wee bit of a a revival in the old Collins <laughs> household. And is it uh, like? Classic seventies punk. I I used to yeah yep. Uh, I mean right through the nineties. In fairness too, Uh, like I remember we were. I I remember. I think I told about this the last time I was. We used to. I used to run. Me and my friend Jim used to run a punky reggae party Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a squat in Dublin. (laughs) Right when I was like eighteen years old or something. And now you do like he would usually do most of the DJ, but sometimes you do. I would do the punk music. He would do the Northern Soul. We we get all like the old lads that are just delighted that there's someone playing scam music. They all come fully dressed up like and everything. And uh, but we eventually had to turn it down because like there was all these uh, Swedish neo Nazis kept showing up. Like <laughs> I, I started realizing what was going on when people kept asking for screwdriver, which were like a real like <laughs> you know like like real uh, didn't like what I've been trying to say neo Nazi band real yeah. neo Nazi punk band. There's some screwdriver, and I go ah don't have don't have it. All oh, right, I thought they were actually asking for a screwdriver. No, 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 oh, just screw- <laughs> screwdriver. How would you know screwdriver? You know, um, remember American History X? Yes. I'm pretty sure they're in it, you know, the white man marches uh-huh. on and all that. They sing punk versions of that and stuff like that. So uh, that's when I was like, whoa, what's going on? Plus, they kept putting up posters around the area, right? And I was I was heard that they were like sellotaping Stanley blades to the bottom 
corners. So if you went to rip down the if you if you could rip down the poster, it slices your fingertips off and stuff Jesus. like that. And how did like, you? How did you? I'm know, not into this. How did you know they were Swedish? Did they like make up a flat pack cross or? There was some. There was <laughs> flat pack cross. There was a. Uh, Basically, what happened was back in the day, I used to know these people that used to. Uh, this is how long ago it was. They used to like catfish them on MySpace mm-hmm. because they would know that there is like people would go like, "Oh, it's called it's Antifa," but it's kind of like that now. That's what you would label it if you wanted to. Uh, but basically, a few a few lads I used to know used to uh, catfish them as women, like I'll meet you in Fibbers or whatever bar, and then all these Swedish neo Nazis would turn up. There was just a cell of it essentially in Dublin, and uh, they just kicked the shit out of them. <laughs> Jesus. It all got very tense. I mean, like I was in, when I, I was about eighteen, nineteen. I went, you know what? I've had enough. I'm away from this now, so uh, I'll I'll leave it be. Christ Almighty! No, that's grim. Uh, it is grim. <laughs> very grim. Um, what do you think of um, so Iggy Pop now? <laughs> oh, yes. Still, still pretty cool. Yeah, but has kind of gone into that selling himself. Yeah, does he I... still sell the butter? I feel yeah. I not. I don't know what he sells now. Is it butter? I, I did see him. Oh, was in a car insurance? Recently. He did. I think he's done a couple now. I mean, there was a car insurance. I think so. I remember him sitting on a kind of like a sofa. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I think. Uh, I suppose that's punk as fuck. He doesn't give a flying shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think. I think some people would get away with it. <laughs> What's the really if the Robert De Niro dressed as an elf one? Yeah, like just kind of going. Fuck. I don't. I don't. Like I don't know. How what much? finances or likes, but I mean, <laughs> how much are you getting, Robert? Yeah, I, it's it's. But I mean, De Niro doesn't give a shit about anything anymore. I, like, I, I, he was, yeah, I put. I was so intense in the seventies. I had to cool down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just slowly per decade turning like I. I'll do anything now. Yeah, yeah. I don't imagine you could ever watch him in like Raging Bull and Taxi <laughs> I, Driver and go. I tell you what, in forty years' time, he'll be play, he'll be playing a perverted granddad. <laughs> he basically died in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, good fellas was it, and then that's <laughs> they dug yeah. him up for the Irishman, and then right next song, song that reminds you of your childhood, and you've yeah, picked yeah. "Dreams" by the Cranberries. It could have been any cram. I mean, like it could have been zombie from mm-hmm. just the general border I'm from, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, I was. It was always dream. Was dreams was always the one on the radio, and uh, linger was as well. But like it was dreams for some reason was the one that always stuck to me. And it made that scene. I always, I even put it in perfectly, which I think is one of the best scenes in TV history. Is that fucking Dairy Girl scene? Yeah. At the very end when they're the doing end of series the series one. Yeah. Aye, when the end of series one, when they're doing that, I think it was the Enniskillen bomb or whatever they mm. were kind of alluding to. Because I remember the Oma bomb and that same type of shit was happening. You just stood around the fucking goddamn television. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, when that played, I was like, oh, they fucking smashed it. Yeah. <laughs> they smashed it. Couldn't believe it. Like, it was one of them ones that went, fucking hell. Never seen anyone nail a, just a scene like that. So, so you're from right on the border? Five yards. Five yards? Jesus nah. Christ. Lifford's Lifford's basically divided by Lifford and Strabane's just got a river for it and I'm in Lifford the Republic side and over the river is Strabane you know and the the, the whole bridge is currently covered in Palestine flags (laughs) either (laughs) either side yeah yeah. so I mean growing up there must have been 
intense at points. It's funny, right? I didn't. It was, but, but, and I mean, like the good, good Friday agreement. I was just about ten only, so mm. I was about eleven by the time it all kind of thing. But I still remember a lot of it. I never thought I'd because, like, if you went to visit my grandmother, you know, they would. Um, they would like stop your car, and yeah. then they would British soldiers would do all machine guns. I used to be excited because you see machine guns, mm-hmm. even though they were pointing it at you. And then, <laughs> and basically, they would. I remember they would take your mother, you know, they would take your mother's purse out, and then they would empty it on the path and go, "Yeah, it's clear," and then give her back the empty purse and shit. So that's why I hate Harry Maguire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, and then. Uh, you know, like uh, that was the barracks that was right on this. It was on the Straban side, you know. And my dad's from the the worst part of the, the infamous Eugene's from the worst part of like uh, Straban, so right. it's up in like the roughest part, head of the town. And uh, I remember once there's a grotto in front of it, uh, and basically there's a big wall behind the grotto, and the grotto says uh, "Join the IRA" always. But the the the, the, the grotto, then he showed us it. He goes, "There used to be guns always held in these rocks in here." I remember I was about ten, and he was like, "In you know, behind the grotto, that's where they are. used to hide their guns." And he he fucking I could only describe it as he put his hand in just to, for a laugh, and he just pulled out an old somebody had left it, like nobody had just checked. There was like an old, I could only describe it as like a 40s World War II rifle, you know, like an M1 Garand. My God. And I, and I was like, and he put it back in, goes, right, that's enough of that. Let's go. And I was Fucking like, have you just got your fingerprints all over a murder weapon? Yeah. God, it's like, it's like those games you get at uh, arcades where you do the claw and uh, you, just, you just feel in and pr- pull out an automatic <laughs> rifle. Like. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It was wild. What? See, when you say grotto... I like, only like, associate that with Santa. So what's what, a grotto? Am I am I am I making? Have I just? This is one of these ones you've just asked me. This now. Am I, have I just put this thing and nobody even knows what I'm talking about? Basically, like the you know, like a there's a big statue of the Virgin Mary and right. like loads of flowers around it and shit. Or is this just mad Irish Catholicism going on here? I've absolutely no idea. That, like, so it's the, basically at the side. The only of the time road. I've ever heard the word grotto associated with anything is a oh. Santa's grotto. Well, I suppose it's like a Santa's grotto in the way you know that you'd fi- you wouldn't find a grotto in a shopping center like a, a Virgin Mary. No. You'd find it just like in the entrance to some uh, obviously mad Catholic IRA kind of <laughs> council estates, but basically it was just a, it was just like a here stands the Virgin Mary and then like a lot of flowers and shit around it. Looks like a grave. Looks like a real fancy grave. Right. Oh, right. Right. So it's more like a, like a memorial kind of a uh, kind of a memorial. Uh, yeah. Uh, to Mary. To Mary. Yeah. Right. Like Mary. <laughs> Big one in the sky, big lady in the sky. <laughs> I remember, I remember talking to we because I had Elaine Malcolmson on this. Yeah, and she grew up in Banbridge. Oh right, yeah. Was, and she was, was saying, she was saying like, see that shit in the dairy and dairy girls like the, the cops, well not the cops, the 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 officers just boarding yeah. the bus with rifles. Aye. Because I was like, kind of saying that that's fucking surreal, like. Aye. Any other, any growing up in any other country, that would be. But she said you just, it just became part of like your day. It was just Aye. like one of those things. Yeah, because like if I went to school on my, I went to school on my. It was just five yard difference because I never got it on our side. If you know what I mean, they always mm-hmm. did it on the Northern Irish side. Basically, so on my side there was no rifles whatsoever. And then you just go, well, we're going to visit Granny, and then the whole fucking thing, or or, or else I'm going to ask because the shop, the shops were cheaper. So you know, you, you would take, you would take a rifle to the face. If you saved a quid on butter, you know. <laughs> uh, so we were, we were like, I can't believe it's not sectarianism. 
<laughs> so anyway, we were just like, uh, I used to get, we just used to get all sorts. I mean, like that Patrick Hilt, he used to have that joke too, because you walked in the, of all comedians, but he had a smashing joke where they were always just like about, uh, are you Catholic or Protestant? And you'd be like, oh, I'm not religious. And they go, this is fuck all to do with religion. <laughs> <laughs> It's brilliant. It's perfectly described. Uh, yeah, yeah. that, you know. that is class. <laughs> okay, moving on a couple of years. Uh, you're t- when you were a teenager, and a song that reminds you of being a teenager, uh, Last Caress by Misfits. This is probably why I why I fucking have so many dead baby jokes and stuff. Mm. Because I remember when about I don't know what I was, I was about thirteen, fourteen, obsessed with this song because it started off about killing a baby, mm-hmm. and I must have been like, ooh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> ooh, lovely. No, used to love the Misfits. Yeah. I always tell people what like it's not even a cool way I I got into punk. It was a lot of it was fucking goddamn Tony Hawk's PlayStation games. Oh god, yeah. It was like Tony Hawk's Underground. That, that kicked off all that. It was always PlayStation games is actually yeah. where I heard it. Because, like, most of my family were, they were more rock. They were rock, but they weren't really punk, if you know what I mean. See, people won't, like, anyone that hasn't grown up listening to music in, like, the late 90s and early 2000s Aye. won't get the fact that they used to release albums of soundtracks yeah. to games. Like, I remember, yeah, I remember yeah, the yeah, first yeah. PlayStation. Like, you would, like, FIFA would release an album. Of all oh, the songs that they had on the game. They had some cracking albums. Yeah. FIFA 2004, I used to love. And Gran Torino, <laughs> the racing oh, game for the PlayStation. It was fucking what incredible, the soundtrack that was, on it. That was Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, sorry. Yeah, Gran and Turismo was, was the East Coast film, yeah. the fucking, the Cardigans' favourite yeah. game. <laughs> it was the Cardigans' yeah. Gran Turismo. Aye, aye. Yeah. I remember that. But that I, think I, I think I had that album before I had the game. Uh, That's aye, how aye, massive aye. it actually was. Ah, they they were always excellent. That type of carry on, like the 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 old game. They don't really care anymore about that. I presume I haven't heard of any nah like game fucking talking about you being a teenager because you moved to New York when I was well, yeah for 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 a summer basically. Mm-hmm. How old were you? Uh, Two thousand and nine, eighteen. 18. Just turning nineteen. Yeah, so it was eighteen. Just turning nineteen. Yeah, right. And why? And, but well, no, we were. I went. <laughs> it was an absolute fucking disaster. So right, I went over to we. I just got like a, a visa. We we're like, I'll oh, we'll go somewhere for the summer uh, mm-hmm. to work. So me and my friend Jim and Daryl, and we were all, we were both like, uh, all three of us were just like, uh, we're all from Donegal. We're all uh, don't know why that's important, <laughs> but uh, I think it's like here we go in the big bad world. Let's go see what goes on. And I had just uh, you know like New York is just like the films how you exactly how you'd imagine yeah. it. And it's, I always find that very funny. Like, when we got off the... This actually relates to music, too. First thing that happened to us is uh, we were going into, like, immigration. And uh, this guy just kept... Everyone was so racist in immigration working, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy stood up and goes, Flight from Dublin. Dublin. And he goes, In with the SARS people. And I went, <laughs> What? And he kept shouting, In with the SARS people. And what he meant was... Like, I was like, Do they have ch- SARS? He just meant Asians. There was a flight from, like, fucking Beijing or something. But he just kept calling them the SARS people. Uh-huh. And I was like, Do they actually have SARS? I'm not joining the line if this is a 
to quarantine in the thing. Uh, and then he stood up in the middle of it over like 200 people and he goes, anybody fucking American in here anymore? Uh, the immigration officer shouted that above all Jesus of us. And I was like, Christ. And somebody in the, the before we even left the, the JFK, someone goes, uh, came up to us and asked me and Jim, who were obviously dressed a little bit more like black jeans and fucking chains and shit. Mm-hmm. They asked us, were we the Dropkick Murphys? No. <laughs> Now, first of all, famously not Irish, like really yeah. Boston. Well, you yeah. know, Irish thing, but they're not Irish, like yeah. so Boston, Albar and stuff. And they're like, nah, nah, we're not. But uh, basically, it was during when the Lehman Brothers cl- crashed. So I was, we were homeless for a good while of it. Jesus Christ. So we used to sleep in the, uh, we try to sleep in, you know, the Tompkins Square Park. It's basically. It's, it's near Astor Place. It's the square that friends pretend they are, you know. Like, right, oh, yeah. Filling. What, where the fountain is? You know, not, not, the, not the fountain. You know, there's like sometimes they show like a, a monument. It's like a big square. Yeah. Like, like a big cube. That's mm-hmm. Astor Place. There's a, it's around there. It's basically like East Village. It's quite a hip place, but also it's quite, you know. Homelessy. So that, go back to that song. Um, yeah. It is pretty much the most offensive song ever. Yeah. I think the only, the only other one that's close is So What?, Aye, and Metallica did them both. Yeah, on the same yeah, on the same covers <laughs> album. Yeah, they they did it. They did. Did you remember them doing it? They got banned from MTV for doing it. I was at the MTV Awards. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety six, and they were introduced by Robbie Williams. <laughs> like Robbie Williams is like Metallica, and then they were meant to do fucking Edward Sandman, but they did so what and Last Caress. Amazing. Uh, they didn't really know whether to turn it off or not, but anyway, they haven't. I don't think they've been on MTV since. <laughs> 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 Very funny. No fucking music in MTV since. Because, um, like, so obviously, because you're you're darker than me, I reckon, as a comedian. In terms of, it's it's, it's a, such a stupid kind of term, like offensive comedy. But uh, that's how that's I re- you would be labelled. Do you ever consider yourself that offensive? No, I consider myself dark, but not offensive. Like mm-hmm. most of mine are dark. I always think that most of them, and there is a few, obviously, but. Uh, most of it is like uh, the twist's a bit happier yeah. than the actual subject. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, some of them really aren't, but <laughs> but you know, like I don't think overall I go out. I don't go out to offend. Like I mean, like I I get self conscious when I don't have enough stuff in the middle because uh, I be like ah, uh, you know, especially when I'm doing new stuff. I go ah, I can't. This isn't breaking up right. Yeah. I feel like an I feel like an edge lord, and that to be honest, when it goes dark comedy, when it's or offensive comedy, is like tends to be one of the worst if it's not done right, yeah, or or, or done properly <laughs> or whatever. So it's quite a. I always find it's a little line to kind of tip along. Ah, you need some kind of you need some kind of cushion in in the middle to because it can't just all be yeah bleak as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> But if ever I was doing like a fringe show, I'd be like 25 minutes in. They'd be like, oh, God, who's dead next? Yeah. <laughs> I could see it in their faces. I'd be like, oh, God. It's one thing that um, I remember speaking to it's Frankie Boyle about this, actually. Yeah. And he was because I was talking to him about because I used to be a lot, a lot darker as well. And then yeah. I was talking to him about how it's particularly with fringe shows. If the audience aren't going for that kind of stuff. It's a long, long hour. Like it is a yeah. long fucking hour. But if people are, so I, 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 I think I was saying to him, like it must be, it must be so much more relaxing and so much more comfort and easier if yeah. you're someone that just does observational. Oh, do you remember this? Or who does this? Or what about that? Yeah, kind of material. 
And then he kind of said he was like that. Yeah, but they have to pretend to be that happy for the entire hour. So oh, that's, the, aye, kind of, aye, that's aye. the struggle they've got because there's no fucking way that they're passionate about that kind of shit. Ah, so, exactly. Aye. You know, you can't. You, yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't every night mm-hmm. uh, display actual anger at prepackaged sh- sandwiches. Do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> People will rant about that kind of shit, like individually wrapped grapes, as if they've just been, you know, it's like fucking George bigger. Galloway against the Iraq War kind of shit, you know. Excellent. <laughs> right. Oh, God. right, next song. Song that gets you dancing, and you've picked Higher State of Consciousness by Josh <laughs> Wink. What a what a song, and uh, old Josh Wink. Where did I first hear this? This sounds like the song. If you were to listen to it, you'd be like, "Oh, this is like the like the the nightclub scene in Blade, mm-hmm. that type of level." It isn't. It sounds like it, but it's not. But anyway, uh, Josh Wink's "High State of Consciousness." Now that's that's proper. That's proper. You'd remember those days more than me. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I was just coming out of it. Like I mean, like it was over by the time I was uh, legally able to take drugs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not that not that there is a legal age. Sorry for pills, <laughs> but. <laughs> just missed it. Just missed that call. Just missed it. bits of issues. Uh, and even now, I still get joy from watching the videos because all those music videos, there weren't videos, they were just uh, random camcorder footage from random shows yes. where it was going on. Love it. It's very fun to watch. Yes. You're like, fuck, that's a different time. But, you know, oh, like that they, is they, class, yeah. yeah. They try to recreate it badly now, you know. Yeah. But, uh, Aye, it's, it's all like Blair Witchy kind of fucking like <laughs> yeah, yeah, People yeah. have taken, yeah, yeah, so it is. Aye. It's, like it's about to break into a snuff film, that terrible... <laughs> extra orangey <laughs> hazy kind of colors going through like, yeah uh, i remember when i was like 18 I, I i tried to get out of a nightclub but i didn't want to tell my friends i'm leaving because i could i was just having a bad time right and i was hammered and i didn't they wouldn't let me leave if i did that so what i did was i walked up and swung at a bouncer <laughs> and i was purposely not hitting him just took a wild swing and missed right and the guy drags me out obviously right drags me up the stairs and when i was up the stairs i'm like thanks very much man i I didn't try and hit you i just wanted to (laughs) i just wanted kicked out and he just looked at me because he obviously didn't get where i was coming from because why didn't you just walk out yeah now he was just so confused i was like sorry man i didn't actually i was never going to hit you i just needed you to kick me out and he's just like you can leave of your own free will It's an extreme, I mean, it's an extreme thing to do, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like being in a supermarket and going, well, I can't be bothered waiting in this queue. So you hold it up with a shotgun instead. Like... Oh, fuck hell. <laughs> Sectary and Boulder. <laughs> right, next song's a cracker uh, for uh, a song that I listened to on a road trip. A Little Bit of Tear <laughs> by oh, Burt Ives. A little bit of tear let me down Spoil my act as a clown I had it made up not to make a frown But a little bit of tear let me down When you said you were leaving tomorrow That today was our last day I Burl! Is it Burl? Is it Burl? I I think it's Burl, B-U-R-L, yeah. Christ, I apologise. I've had it down as Burt. I mean, it could be Burt. Like, and both of them work. 
Buffalo work. Have you ever seen the head in Burl Ives? No. Oh, I, like I mean, I can't explain it, but he just looks like a, a builder, like a, <laughs> but a, a jolly lad. Um, where did American? I hear? Where did I hear the song? I actually don't know. I presume he is. I know where I heard this song. I know where I know where I know this song from. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard this song was Dennis Hopper in True Romance is getting into his car the first time you see him and he's driving home to the trailer. Ah, that's yes. What's, that's yeah. what's playing. It is, it's, is it? Well, wait a minute here. I think it is Burl Ives. Who like the fuck Burl. is Burt Ives then? Let's see if he exists. <laughs> it's going to be great. Be like, oh, fuck. He's an American singer as well. What? We will literally never know here. Wait a minute. There's there's a bird and a burl, Ives. No, wait a minute, I've just typed burl there. Ives <laughs> and then you're, I thought we just thought there's a, a major conspiracy. <laughs> no, it's burl, it's definitely burl. Okay. I can't right. find any burl Ives at all. So <laughs> right. I apologise, I apologise, but I mean, he's, I mean, the cunt's been dead for years, so it's not, <laughs> I presume it's so. not, he's not going to be raging about this. <laughs> Is he going to be, he's probably dead at 23, and then you look at the picture going like, how? That's not 23, is it? Um, good song. A happy song. I don't know why. I think it'd be a good one for a road trip as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Country music uh, is amazing uh, for road trips. Like Exactly. Here's um, the question, right? Right. Which is always, which always confuses me. Why are Irish people so into country music? I don't think Irish, Irish people are in the wrong country music. They're in right. the country, they're more into country western type than That's like st- like straight up, you know, it's all fucking wagon wheel at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, why I don't understand. It is obviously much like it all the time. It is the older generation. I, I don't know. Do they sound? Do they? They sound it. Do they feel like it's kind of like Irish folk music in the same way? It's kind of things they're singing about. I don't really know. Like it is always depression, really, but yeah. sometimes not happy. Because it's massive. I mean, like. Because I remember when Garth Brooks was there's oh a Croke Park he played. He's trying it again. Do you Is know he? this? No. He's trying he's trying to do three again next year. How but how, he he did like five or seven or something he tried uh, or something in a row. So how big's Croke Park again? Eighty eight thousand to Jesus Christ. Garth Brooks took Dublin to a standstill. I was sitting there one day because I remember it was like five or, or like I ended up going like it was it was something like nine percent of Ireland would have to go to it if it was sold out. You know, like I was trying to do all the maths in my head at one stage, and I was just like, "Hold on, this doesn't." Yeah. There must be a, like, I mean, like this is too big. What's going on here? The whole village is just and deserted. Where the, where the fuck are they? Yeah. I never, I never met anybody that's admitted to it. I do know neither have I. I've never met anyone that owns a Garth Brooks album. Ah, exactly. But someone. A lot of people must. See, this is this is right because you know, like this always happens in Ireland, right? We have a lot of these, you know, like the like the most the number one album in Irish history is David Gray's White Ladder. Is it? <laughs> Don't know why. Apparently, there's something like one in every four houses in Ireland has that damn album. <laughs> It's not a bad album. No, it's like, not. No, it's, but it's just I don't know why that happened. Well, um, Bart or Burl. Uh, his song uh, is leading on nicely to your best film from a song because it's from the same film. Uh, yes. Which is You're So Cool from True Romance, the theme tune. I 
I mean, I think that was one of Hans Zimmer's first breakout films. I mean, it, I think what happened, I, I read something recently about Tony Scott kind of just saying, like, Hans Zimmer came with the steel drums and it just went, he just goes, oh my, he was just kind of basically like, oh my God, we're going to just do that the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it really just set the... Um, it really fits. I mean, it it's... really fits. It's great, you know. I've I've heard of like lo- there's loads of people go down the aisle to it. Big oh, famous really? actors like Margot Robbie, I believe, got married to the went down the aisle to "You're So Cool" by Hans Zimmer and stuff like that. Um, oh, that's amazing. It's it's amazing. That, that's that's perfectly when you said it does fit because like is it Detroit that they live it in? It is. Yeah, 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 it's Detroit at the start, and it's obviously freezing, and you've got like those kind of. Aye. scenes of people around about uh, oil cans trying aye, to warm aye. up and uh, there's uh, and and the steel drums which in any other context is associated with like reggae music warm. and Jamaica aye. warm yeah, yeah. It, it works so well but sure like at the end of the film they're in the warmth they're going to yeah, Mexico same song true. and you're like oh this fits perfect how does yeah. Detroit in Christmas fit with being in Mexico with tequila on the aye. Beach? I mean I don't know yeah. great song yeah. whole thing it's thing. a mental song. Yeah, it's a mental film. I uh, aye, one of my favorite films probably. I loved it when I was a. So I must have saw it when I was about maybe sixteen. Yeah, and was just blown away by because I went through. I mean, I was obsessed with Tarantino. Aye, aye. around about that kind of age, and um, and I'd not seen it for ages, and my wife had never seen it. Yeah, and I showed her it, and she loved it, but she kind of went, "This is this is mental. Like this is properly." <laughs> Meant like there's 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 no let up in this film, yeah. And yeah. there's so much shit happens that you don't expect to happen. Oh, aye, aye, aye. I lo- it's great. I love the just the dialogue as well. For it. the fact that he keep they keep preluding. Like there's parts in the start where he's just like she keeps talking about Drexel, which is fucking what do you call him? Gary Oldman's character yeah. in a role of a lifetime. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but he basically like. Um, you know, he's like, part of it, she's talking about it and he just goes, what the fuck's a Drexel? Mm-hmm. Which is what you would be saying. You'd be like, what are you talking, a Drexel? Yeah. And then, like, you know, of course, three scenes later, he's in there with him. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, a great film. And Manola, it's got, it's got probably the greatest scene oh, of right. all time. The, the old Sicilian. Right. Yeah. Oh, Christopher yeah. Walken and Dennis Hopper just... I, 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 I out-act every other person on the planet. Aye. Two heavyweights. Yeah. That's a big heavyweight battle. Um, aye. That's the best. I mean, that whole soundtrack as well. There's shit like Robert Palmer on it. That's great. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Aye, it's but. class. It's class. Right. Next one. Walk On Music. Song you used to walk on. You've picked Buzzcut by Brock Hampton. Brockhampton, uh, you go through phases like you know. I don't think I'd you like. It's just a good one. It's it's quick and heavy and it's hip hop ish. You know. Mm. I remember I used to use Banana Clipper by Run the Jewels. He used to oh, always yeah. use that, like, laughter lounge in place, any place, some places we'd ask you, you know. I just changed it up a little bit, you know. That's just a heavy, quick hip-hop. Brockhampton's interesting. They were, like, a group that they were doing hip-hop uh, when they were at school. There was, like, nine friends at school. And I go, how, how are all of you good? <laughs> you know, you know, like, if I went to, like, my nine friends in my class at school, like, oh, let's make a hip-hop. Can yeah. you imagine how bad it's going to be? 
And uh, one of the producers that does half of the songs, one of the mates is actually from Belfast. Really? <laughs> it's so bizarre. I, like, oh, one of the lads from Belfast, you know, he's not one of the main members, if you know what I mean. He kind of like one of those, kind of <laughs> like the way Leroy Thornhill was with the Prodigy or what he yeah, called Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 the dancer guy. Yeah, ah, yeah, the yeah. dancer, lanky dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm still amazed. Like, when you were kind of going, how have you got nine pals? And, like, how are you all good? I'm kind of going, how the fuck did you have nine pals at school? What <laughs> kind of sorcery is this? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, aye, they're all like 16 as well, half the songs at the start. You're yeah, sick. yeah. Like, I'm like, grow up. How do you have time for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because um, using stuff before you go on stage and to walk on, because like, I, would, I would tell this that when yeah. I came to see your friend show once, oh my god, your, yeah. uh, you, you did it. Your your unreliable <laughs> tech hadn't turned up, so I had to do your, your pre-show <laughs> like announcement and and taking basically. I basically was going like, um, so I had this guy. <laughs> they were like with the venue, like you don't even need a tech. Your man's up. Gary's up here all day. <laughs> He did it for you, and I was like, "Excellent!" Blah blah blah. I remember the 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 sound was shite, and then Dean agent came in and was just like, "Just let's just put on." For some reason, I feel like Vietnam music playlist would work for yeah. me, <laughs> and he put that on right. But the, every time he was there, like three out of seven shows a week. So uh, I remember the time you were there. I think Milo had to do it too. <laughs> I was just like, "Jenny Juhan, just dip that, dip it. The fucking guy's gone." Uh-huh. <laughs> He would trudge in like 42 minutes late, big long hair, like have a joint in his mouth, go like what? And I'd be like, I don't fucking... So I'd, I'd go on, absolutely flustered, <laughs> running up past the crowd because I was turning on my own music. Oh, oh, oh God. But the v- the Vietnam soundtrack was brilliant for it. There was something... There was something it was something amazing watching like people in the afternoon sitting waiting for a show while fucking Creedence Clearwater Revival just <laughs> I just to be, I was always laughing because every time I, before I came on it was always like can't you hear me knocking but yeah. Rolling Stones it was always like reminding me of Blue I was always like right, here we go uh, the best uh, the best uh, best soundtrack for a war like there's no other war that has a comparable soundtrack <laughs> you're, you're, nobody's going another the cold war yeah 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 gotcha yeah yeah Hasselhoff and aha yeah. <laughs> I do like aha in fairness but still there must have been some decent Iraq war stuff <laughs> I don't that, know like, that was all like uh, the bloodhound gang and shit like that <laughs> American troops used to play that, I, that. low key he's an Iraqi London grime rapper is he? he? Do, yeah he used to do a lot of he was great. He had like, you know, he used to do like the fire in the booth videos where right. he had to go fucking, so he had to go on live and do like a, a song basically off the, not off the top of your head, but like they just have a random beat and you have to kind of go for it. Oh, wow. For as long as possible. Not not like to do like a song you've written or anything. You have to go for it. And like two or three, Akala and Loki of the two, like fucking, you're watching it going, what? Yeah. You know, like Akala had like an hour of bars in one of them. Wow! In in like fifteen minutes, you're like, oh my good god! Yeah. So it's like mesmerizing to watch sometimes. <laughs> love, like, <laughs> there was a group of them, and they they kind of they come kind of come out and go for fuck's sake! That is probably the most intense, terrifying experience of my life. <laughs> and the Iraqi boy just looks at him and go, "Really? I will." Oh, you think? <laughs> I've still got dust in my lungs. <laughs> 
laugh. I laugh at cough just as you said. Right, next song, which is a, a kind of a conundrum for you, a, a song that makes you happy. Um, and you've picked, yeah, I mean, to be fair, you've knocked out of the park. You've picked September by Earth, Wind and Fire. A lot of songs about September, and this is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what's so happy about September. Shouldn't be good. Like there are happier months, but yeah. that was fucking yeah. That I mean, like, uh, I can't, you just can't help but put you in a good mood, you know. Ah, so it's, it's it's phenomenal. It really is because you know? I, I was playing it the other day when I was uh, writing stuff up for this. Yeah, and you just it's just fucking excellent. It's just Aye. absolute class. Aye. I mean, like, it should be prescribed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in hospices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, Airfund and Fire, I don't even know much. Uh, my mum loved it. My mum loved Airfund and Fire, so that's where I used to hear it. You know, she had the old, uh, she was all into it. She was rock, very heavy rock, but also she was more into, like, Airfund and Fire and shit like that. Aye. Shaka Khan and Blast Oh, Shaka that. Khan, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Shaka Khan live. Oh, really? Well, I did. She was unbelievable. Ah, Shaka Khan's amazing, man. They were followed. She was on before Duran Duran. Oh, what a geek. Uh, oh, before that was uh, Run the Jewels. Before that was A Tribe Called Quest. And then it was started by Madness. I just what? stayed at that. Where did that, I, was that, was at, it, that was at Electric Picnic, believe it or not. In one of the, not, not the, I don't even know if it was. It was the main stage, sorry. At one of the days, I was just like, I could stay here for seven hours. They're all on one after another. Who I would go to see. Uh, <laughs> class. Brilliant. Duran Duran smashed it. Solo oh, show. class. Like. Mm. I just want to make it known uh, to people listening, I was pouring water in a glass there. I wasn't just taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was talking about <laughs> um, Would you... Because uh, the reason I said that, because, like, you're not, like, the happiest of people. <laughs> <laughs> I also come across, like, my accent is... Uh, and face are always, like, thoroughly disimp- like, not impressed. Yeah, I think I sound not impressed about anything. I'd be like, "Aye, that's." Did you enjoy your meal? Aye, it was nice. Like, Aye, yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've figured it out. I, my voice doesn't fluctuate up or down. I can't sing because it's just. Uh, <laughs> it never, it never goes to, like, I, I, you know. Yeah. I could, I could, I could be saying it's the uh, this is the happiest moment of my life, or you've got fucking AIDS. <laughs> yeah, and it's there's the no exact, change at all. Yeah. <laughs> there's none. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bleak, yeah. bleak. <laughs> so people could be like, "Oh, Tony Galaxon's very nice." I'm go, I, I, I've got it, mm-hmm. but I also have the the border part. Like yeah. I don't have the Daniel O'Donnell, like you know, though my lovely lady and her man or something. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, mine's is the, you know, get out of the. Get out, of, get, out of, get out of sophology, it's about yeah. to become a creator. <laughs> is is Donegal not off? Like, is it not regularly voted the sexiest accent aye, in the is. world and stuff like I, that? It, it is, aye. And then, but I think it's for men. So, like, right. for, in men, not in women. They're I always would, like, they're like, the they're, like, like? <laughs> they're like, when you see it, they're, they're kind of basically, it drops way down to like the 20s then. So, basically, they're just going, ah, you know what? Oh, no, it doesn't. No, I can get the whole, you know. But like, in fairness, that happens with a lot of accents. You know, imagine if you had like Jason Statham's accent on a woman. I see. That's the thing. It always because whenever 
because the Scot the Scottish accent's always up there. Ah, and, and exactly. It, but I think that would be the same, wouldn't it? Well, whenever it goes, and you go, yeah, but it's a certain type of Scottish accent. Like it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. Con- a Connery accent. It's a Ewan McGregor. It's a David, yeah, yeah. T- David Tennant's got an incredibly good Scottish accent. It's yeah, not yeah. cunts like me. It's, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. not like fucking. It, 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 there's, there's, there's different types of Scottish accent, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty the same. Like uh, uh, people always go, "Oh, you've got the thing," but when I when I when they talk about Donegal, I think they're talking about Donegal mm-hmm. rather than me. Which again, I have that half half that and half threatening. Yeah, yeah. It's a proper. Yeah, it's a proper. I because like I mean, the Irish accent is regarded as. I mean, I've seen the way women react to an uh, Irish accent, and. They always go, oh, it's so sexy, it's so sexy. You're like, oh, I'm in Dublin. Oh, my God, an Irish man in Dublin. And I'm like, ah, yeah, get someone 10 minutes from outside of Dublin oh, to come aye, and speak to you. And then, first of all, fucking. see if you can understand the fucking thing. Oh, and then see if man. you're not terrified for your life the rest of the night. Oh, I hate something. There's like, you know, there's accents like uh, fucking like Cavan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd be like, no, that, nobody's finding that. Nobody, you know. Like yeah. Monaghan's kind of near us. But even Monaghan's like one of those places, by the way, you know, you go on the bus and everything just appears grey, like everything puts on a grey filter for like an hour. <laughs> when you're driving to Dublin, you're going, oh, we're in Monaghan, aren't we? Because the trees are grey. And then and then you fucking like, you just come back out of it and you're like, oh, right, we're, we're back on track. Yeah. We've yeah. left the upside down world. That's what I can never understand about Aberdeen. Aye. Like why they, because they purposely chose to make it all of granite. Aye, that's it, it's not like it was yeah. even particularly cheap. Like, yeah, who's all going? Right. I tell you what. I tell you what. For a for a a country that barely gets any sun, fucking Aye. let's grey this place up because <laughs> they probably thought it was going to look like St Petersburg or something. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and then they went, "Ah, oh, we've absolutely nah. Yeah, we don't get snow to lightly settle on it all the time. Yeah, so exactly." It just looks- just yeah. looks like a fucking. It's just one massive big mental home. <laughs> uh, I've only ever been in Aberdeen at night. You know, that's a good. Like a good never, night out Aberdeen. I've only ever been there to like just to the show, and I had to leave. I've haven't been mm-hmm. there like three hours even earlier. So like I, I can't even talk about it. You know, that's oh, a class class night out in Aberdeen. Like, just try to get my Aberdeen listeners back on side. There, <laughs> place <laughs> looks like shit, but you know how to show a boy a good time. <laughs> That's like most of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Well, then again, that's that's what we're saying. Then most time you see anybody outside of like Scotland, and we're always just like, why do you like rugged landscape? Yeah, yeah, and I know. Why do you like nothing but stone and moss? You're like, this is beautiful. And I'm like, what are you seeing? Because I don't see it. <laughs> Motherfuckers from Hawaii. Oh, from a happy song to a song that makes you sad. And yeah, we I... have picked Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division. That depressed me, you know. Mm. That always depresses me. I love it. love Joy Division, but... Um, I think it was more like I heard about Ian Curtis and everything because I had heard that later in life or whatever, you know, mm. the whole that whole carry on. Um, and then it reminded me of actually just reminded you remember the day today, Chris Morris's day, the day today, mm-hmm. they did a thing called Rock TV. It was like a music show and on it. 
And one part they're like, oh, no, 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 later in the show, we're interviewing Ian Curtis and they had just a skeleton dangling from the ceiling. Fucking and I was hell. like, I was like, fucking <laughs> hell, that just came to me there now. God. Um, good show. Uh, but aye, Joy Division, I mean, aye. Uh, I don't know, it doesn't have a, don't think it has a specific memory in me. It just, uh, it's just, uh, I think it's going to be one that a lot of people would choose. Aye. I, I presume. I mean, it is. I mean, it's basically him, right, talking about all these mental problems and his marriage breaking up, and aye, even aye, even health problems at that point. Like, but I didn't know, I didn't know that he, he hung himself just after aye. making the video for this. He did, aye, and it it makes it worse because I can't remember what the fuck it says on the door. I think the video, the door closes, and there's something like carved into the door, and I can't remember what it is. Maybe it is just level tethers apart, yeah. but it was something up. But I was like, ugh, they just it's more haunting. It's quite haunting there, yeah. But um, and then they went and went. Oh well, just let's let's. Well, Ian's gone now. We'll make everything a little bit happier. And it was New Order. <laughs> yeah, just, we'll, we'll bring everything a little bit ha- happier. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I quite I quite enjoy. Like I, I like Joy Division, and I like a lot of New Order stuff. Yeah, same. And yeah. then they went off and made like it was Monaco at one point, and then they were in Electronic <laughs> at one point, and they've all got their moments. They've all Aye. got great wee bits. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, I remember I saw <clears throat> New Order. No, I can't yeah. even know. I, I think it was, I think it was Bernard Sumner's New Order, and not Peter Hook's New right, Order. Yeah. And they were they were they were headlining the the tent, the King Tut's tent at Tina Park on a Friday night. Yeah. But they did tons of st- like they did all the New Order stuff, but they did all the Joy Division stuff. They oh, did really? all the electronic stuff. It was fucking brilliant. Like that it would was be brilliant. absolute yeah, it was class. Covering decades, kind of. Yeah. We, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good. That would have it. That would have it. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. A song that reminds you of a friend or family member, and you've okay. picked "Whole Lotta Rosie" by ACDC. Well, the, I was about to go, yes, I have a massive cousin called Rosie. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> no, this is my goddamn uncles, right? So my mum and all my uncles, all her brothers and sisters, the whole family are like like Thin Lizzy, ACDC, you know, that's pretty much all they listen to. You know, that's mm-hmm. what they're thing, right? And anytime we were going out, even when I was a kid, if you were out in the weekend in the bar with them or whatever, um, no matter what the band were playing, at one stage you would hear my uncle, especially like Raymond, going, Whole lot of Rosie! And he would just be screaming, Whole lot of Rosie! In that voice, you know, that voice where you're not actually making anything louder, if anything, you're making it hard to hear. But like one yard from him, Whole lot of Rosie! Aye, <laughs> uh, so he'd be like, you know, Thunderstruck! Play fucking Thunderstruck! And they would always know it. <laughs> Oh, that's class. <laughs> aye, so like we'd be always waiting for fucking goddamn whole lot of Rosie. So aye. I remember all the videos of them as well. They used to blow up a massive balloon and all. Yeah, they've got they've got a big. I've seen ACDC a lot of times live. They've, they've got a massive Rosie, which is just a <laughs> huge fucking blimp that they basically blow up yeah. and aye. send over the crowd. It's amazing. Like it's, fucking hell. Because uh, the song's about it's about a, 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 a Tasmanian woman. That Aye. Bon Scott slept with, like, <laughs> and sake. he was basically like he, he, the way he tells the story is he, he pretty much had no choice. Like <laughs> the, he, the, this woman was shagging him, 
<laughs> whether he liked it or not that night. God. Uh, and he said it was amazing, and she was yeah. amazing, and like, but she was a woman on a mission. Yeah, yeah. And she was a formidable woman, and she was yeah. like, so, so that the measurements are like she was nineteen stone. Aye. Uh, which. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's big. I mean, it's yeah. it, it, like you would. It's like it'd be like getting fucked by Brock Lesnar. You know, like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's nineteen stones a lot. Oh my god! <laughs> I just imagined the neck when you just said Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, the lack of kind of just <laughs> directly he, down. Yeah, he pins you as he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Heyman leads him to the bedroom. <laughs> Walls of Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, next song. A song that reminds you of a moment or place. Now, you kind of alluded to it earlier okay. on, but it's Married Girl by the Slackers. Married girl, don't you wanna smoke a little marijuana? Take some time and have a drink. And think about what you're gonna do. Love Married girl, ain't you worried? If I love this kind of you, did you remember this? This was like a ska song, right? I didn't remember this song, no. Right, this is a ska song by the Slackers, right? The Slackers are a great ska band, right? But this is what happened when I was telling you I was homeless in New York. When we, we walked up, somebody goes, you look like Vic Ruggiero. Now, number one, Vic Ruggiero has like a thousand fans on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. the level. So to, for someone to meet another person that knows who he fucking is, I was like, yeah, he's the keyboard player from the Slackers, right? Now, I like <laughs> I like Vic Ruggiero because he went on and did solo stuff, but it's just, he, you know, he, he do versions of like uh, the ink spots and shit like yeah. that. And I saw him, I went to see him in Dublin and there was only six people there in a bar in the Cobblestone, an old man's bar. And I was like, what's going on here? But anyway, like the Slackers were a, a, a ska music. They would be my favorite ska band kind mm-hmm. of, you know, and... Uh, I mean, they're one of those bands where you don't even click on it's any song is good, rather than they have, oh, listen to these three songs. You're just like, fucking stick it on if you like ska music, that you'll yeah. like the whole thing. So, aye, it's aye. great. That's grand, like, because um, it's a, uh, I don't know, I never really, I need to go back and listen to more ska. Because what, what pissed me off was, like, see, like, 2000 ska like bowling for soup and shit like that oh jesus that always kind of i was just like you always had like a guy in a hawaiian shirt and a fucking pork Uh, pie hat like just uh, yeah fucking what do you call them uh started real big fish yes yeah real big fish and stuff like that's kind of i like some of those songs but that is murdered yeah like like they've absolutely just hijacked it and turned it like into it's just like pop punk pop ska really yeah yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) i mean yeah, yeah, I didn't really like Bowling for Super any of them. Now I must say, um, they were just, real big uh, fish. That that was, I think that's who I was thinking about. They were always on the American Pie soundtracks. That would yeah, that's yeah. going to them. Very there was always like everything was filmed, and the first time they used fishbowl lenses, and there was somebody skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how they carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is he looking at that kid through his door? Like, uh, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> everyone looks like Guy Fieri, like. <laughs> That's how Sky Fieri's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it's like Smash Mouth, basically. Uh, oh, yeah, Smash Mouth. Well, Smash Mouth. But they were more... Yeah, yeah, yeah but... You, you know, can't... Smash Mouth did all-star, so... Uh... They had the aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I. <laughs> right, a song you would do at karaoke. Miami by Will Smith. This the type of town I can spend a few days in Miami, the city that keeps the roof blazing. Welcome to Miami. 
I've done that for money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done, I said that like I've done things <laughs> yeah. for money. Back again, New York when I was homeless, uh, I sang because the winner of the karaoke thing got a hundred and fifty quid or two hundred dollars, sorry mm-hmm. or something like that, uh, and I was hammered and I was like, "Fuck it, go up." And the only reason I thought I could win would be if I went. I know all the words, right? And I still do. And I was just like. Uh, I was like, turn off the fucking, turn off the, turn off the screen. I don't need the screen. I was doing that kind of like aggressive in my accent, and everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck? Turn off the screen. I don't want them to the words. I know the words. Just like <laughs> so people were already laughing, uh, and, uh, and um, I won. Brilliant. I mean, it was not good competition. Even a, a three out of ten karaoke place, somebody else would have won. Yeah. But that was my biggest bit of income during the whole. Because I was going to ask how you how you would make money while you were homeless in New York. Oh, we didn't. So we just had like a certain amount of money and like uh, basically spent like about, we spent like $10 on a big storage locker for all of our stuff. Uh (laughs) So that's where we kept like the suitcases because you just get robbed. Yeah. Uh, You'd wash in the public toilets. There was toilets and showers, right? Then you would go to, for dinner you would get, there was a place, like I would love to see if it's still there next time I'm in New York. Like there's like, a, they'd sell like a, a slice of pizza, like but a massive slice of pizza, it's mm-hmm. like half a pizza basically and a can of Coke and it was like a dollar twenty-five. Wow. Uh, I used to be just like, you would just eat that every day. We would just be like, that's our dinner. And then we'd go find whatever. We were trying to get, they were just like, don't, they were like, um, they were like your only chance and he goes, and that's like a 5% chance you'd get a job in construction. Which you'd be able to, and they also look at you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And that was basically what I was told, so you're fucked. Do you ever just, why did you not just go home? I fucked that, you know, it was, it was, <laughs> I eventually did, like, but we lasted like two and a half months going like, all right, nah, we'll go now. I remember at one stage I was like, we had the return flight, you see, early on booked. Uh-huh. And then we were like, we'll get to there. We had like a change of flight or whatever thing, we could flexi do it, but like, and we eventually used it a couple of, a couple of weeks, we were like, right, we have no money. Yeah. Uh, just a quick indication on how bleak life was in 2009 in Ireland. Being homeless and s- singing Will, Sm- Will Smith songs for change was a more preferable existence. Than- the only other time I nearly made money was uh, getting a... We, we, vol- we, on Gumtree, right? Mm-hmm. I could have quite easily ended up on a Netflix documentary cut to pieces uh, or a porno where they went... A weird thing like movie casting on Gumtree. Come to this address, you know. Certain if you get past the first thing, you get a hundred dollars. You get past the first round of thing, and I was like, "We're getting like, you know, we're getting. We're, this is the end of our lives, but we're going for it, right?" Uh-huh. You won't fucking believe this. I walk into this massive skyscraper in Manhattan, going, "Okay, okay, maybe." Get into the fucking uh, elevator, and uh, all I remember is a glass elevator going up. To like the 30th floor and all movie posters up their side i don't know why they thought putting it on gumtree was a good thing mm-hmm. because i thought i was going to get murdered we ended up i ended up uh getting a part as an extra i couldn't film these because i had to leave too early uh, but i got a part in national treasure you know like the nicholas cage. cage wow uh, nick i got right uh, but that was an extra it was something like fedex driver too right and then there was uh, there was a part I actually got a speaking part, which would have been two lines, and I don't even know if this movie has existed. I haven't even fucking googled it, right? They wanted an Irish. Uh, there was a young Irish record producer needed for the Queen Latifah biopic. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they were they brought me in. like we were, we thought it was going to be a laugh, but all of a sudden they were giving us scripts and we were shitting. And I remember our friend Daryl was not like you know Jim was quite into music. Um, I was a mouthy you know like eventually ended up doing comedy, but Daryl was finance, did not want anything to do with being on stage. So all of a sudden he's just like sweating buckets, like what? Are, why are we here? Why am I doing this? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Fucking great. That'd be amazing if you you know like if you got a royalty check. Every uh, year, people uh, are going. How come Colin's living so well? Is that fucking Lat- Queen Latifah biography <laughs> money coming through again? <laughs> I must Google if it actually happened. I want to. F- I want to find that out. Brilliant. Uh, this song, right? Um, I, I was listening to it today, yeah. and it's got. I don't know if you've ever seen. Have you ever seen? It's one of Eddie Murphy's specials. It's either Delirious or Raw, right. and he talks about James Brown. And he does a, he does an incredible impression of James Brown. He talks about how James Brown has got lyrics. He's like like he goes ah, and he's like that. That's a James Brown lyric. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's what he'll write down. He's like that, that's all that's all we need. Ah! Like that that will take up time. And Will Smith's got the same. Like every single every single song. There's at some point he'll go he'll go mm. Mm. Ha, ha, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, there's a lot of ha ha. Switch, yeah. switch is full of that. <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Slow down. I love it. Like, oh, oh, ha, 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 ha. Oh, that, that's just like the early 90s R&B, early, early 2000s R&B when every song had to, had to have a phone call at the start. <laughs> yes, there was yes. either a phone call or it was like, if it was heavier rap like DMX, he'd be always like fighting with some like hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, bitch. And he's like, oh, fuck you, fuck my second cousin. Yeah. And then they're closed out. And then, and then, and then it got, then it started slowly turning into people chatting to the music producer like yeah. tur- just turn the fucking mic up turn it up and i'm like uh-huh. why is this in the song oh god that oh my turn god turn the fucking is... mic up turn the mic up like, why proper, <laughs> proper nostalgia <laughs> yeah the phone call thing yeah the, like it would ring it ring <laughs> hello hey babe just machine. checking to see we're yeah. on okay for the night that was great. They're just like they must have. Had, this is the coolest shit. Best cover. You've written a, but it's by Fiddler, and it's Francis Farmer, Nirvana song. Yes, so I like Fiddler, uh, fuck it dog, life's a risk. That's what it's meant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck it, it dog, life's a life's risk. R- right, so right. Fiddler's all their... A funny thing about Fiddler was they, uh, their parents were all in a band together. All their dads mm-hmm. were in a really heavy... I think it was not not DOA. I keep forgetting this mixed up. It's maybe TSOL or DOA. DOA is an English punk band, sorry, no. So anyway, it's TOSL. I think it's TSOL. Anyway, really famous, like, 70s kind of early punk band. And then all their sons started, like, they're more garagey punk, mm-hmm. you know, like... Um, and their first two albums are amazing and they're fantastic live, right? But they, 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 they recently started being a little bit shit, like, the last album was kind of crap, but... Um, but anyway, what they do on their YouTube is they would do mostly put the covers on YouTube. They would mm-hmm. always love doing covers. They would do covers from fucking like uh, Dead Flowers by Rolling Stones straight through to like Nirvana. And I love all their oh, covers. Cool. 
I really do like they they changed it up. They'll either go heavy. They did sabotage. They've done like blah blah. You know they they they're just very good. You know. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a really good cover of an Nirvana song. It's a really really good cover of it. Aye, it they make it more. Class. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, just turned grunge to garage was the way I would kind of and newy garage. You know, like whiny voice because sometimes that whiny kind of punk voice can can be very gritting. You yeah. know, like you yeah, know, but yeah. he, he he does it well. Aye. I didn't know that. So fiddler, so yeah, fuck it, dog. Life's a risk. Yeah, yeah. great. I don't. I didn't. I, well, because I didn't know that. I don't know. You might not know this. Um, there is actually. You know how like S Club Seven. Yeah. And then there was like a younger version called Aye. S Club Juniors. Yeah. Well, fiddler have done it as well, and they're called yeah. Kitty Fiddler. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Kitty Fiddler. I mean, if they don't do that now, I'm going to be just <laughs> Fucking uh, Right, best song you've seen live. Uh, this is cracking. One Step Closer by Linkin Park. Okay, this is good. This is a good story because I went to that gig furious to Linkin Park with the headliners mm-hmm. and I bought it. So basically the gig was Coheed and Cambria, right? Yeah. They were shite. Uh, I don't, never liked them. They were terrible. They were kind of almost bottled off, you know, like lost profits. Bottled yeah, off, yeah. Right? And then I went to see Queens of the Stone Age and it was around, they were the, the support back and basically it was Queens of the Stone Age and I was like, I'm going to see Queens of the Stone Age for 50 quid anyway. So I went to see Queens of the Stone Age and I was right up front and uh, it was around the time when Josh Holm was all fucked up so he was good. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it was like Songs for the Dead, you know, around the, yeah, that, yeah, day, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. album. So I was like, they brought that dude Mark Lanigan on and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, so it was class. So I was about to leave before Linkin Park came on. I was like, I can't stand these cunts. Right, mm-hmm. so um, but I was at the front, so I was like, "Well, I'd be stupid not to like." And oh my god, they blew them out of the water. Lincoln Park were unbelievable yeah. live, and one step closer get you going. Oh, it's a great song. You know, the only other song that got me going quite like that I saw like was like Corn. Oh you know, yeah, Corn's got yeah. one or two like freaking the leash or yeah. something would get you going like that. But one step closer, but <laughs> by I think brilliant, yeah. absolutely so much so that when he died, Chester died. I was like, ah. Oh, I'm yeah. sad about that. Uh, yeah. Well, this is this is when that like his as always. Um, I like there, there's always wee themes and patterns that appear in people's playlists, uh, even though uh, none of the songs are related or anything like that. Yeah. There always says something, and the majority of your songs, uh, the lead singer has killed themselves. <laughs> so suicide is a huge, a huge oh feature of your playlist. Because if, if like even if I go th- if I go through it, uh, so. Uh, Joy Division. Dolores Reardon. Oh my myself. god. <laughs> um, I don't know. Bur- Burl Ives might have. Uh, <laughs> Joy Division, Ian Curtis. Yeah, uh, we have Chester. Chester Bennington. I think there's I think there's gonna be another one. I mean even the fucking even your fucking cover. They're covering a guy that killed himself for Christ's sake. Like it's That is that's that's I'm looking at this now going, Oh my god. <laughs> Who knows what Josh Wink's up to? Exactly. <laughs> Somebody check on Josh Wink right now, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> right, guilty pleasure. Say so by Doja Cat. Didn't 
I love Doja Cat. Doja Cat's got a couple of great songs. Um, a lot of her background music is kind of like, um, kind of soul like, but not mm-hmm. really. Like, obviously, it's murdered. It is guilty. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's been fucking clean put through how many filters. But, um, aye, happy stuff. I, I would like go, that I would song. Yeah, yeah I, I go to it. Like, you know, I think the background music's good in a lot of her stuff. You know, uh, yeah. and she is good too. Like, so I'm yeah. all for Doja Cat. I remember Doja Cat used to be like a a, a joke fucking. Um, YouTube viral video or something. Well, like yeah, it was a TikTok thing or a TikTok it was thing. A, I think there was a dance made up of it, and it like that kind of viral dance that uh, you had to do to this song. Ah, uh, um, that's right. TikTok's done all that. That's right. Because right, like, well, I was going to ask you about TikTok because I have joined TikTok. Yeah. This week, and I, I hate myself. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it, <laughs> it's genuinely, and I'm, I'm trying to keep it in perspective as much as I can. Yeah. Um, and not watch. Watch, watch, because there is the the thing is there's a lot of comedians that I really respect that are on it, so I'm tr- I'm trying to keep it to where I only watch the things. I'm I'm trying to keep it where I'm only putting stand up clips up and yeah. stuff I like, but then sometimes you go into work and you just go, this is utter shite. I mean, this is this is end of days. People have got nothing to do with their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking like. Yeah, I mean, I do you know? I used to remember the Vine. Vine was great. Yeah, I remember Vine. That was thing. So I presume it's kind of like that. But I just I haven't got on it not at all. Um, it's the wee, it's the wee trends. It's when someone comes up with a dance and everybody oh, has I... to do the dance, but nobody's got any nobody's got any rhythm, and it's like and it's What's in going a, on? like you, you kind of go right. That's very nice. Like someone's come up with a dance, right? And it's a good dance, and those people know how to dance. And then yeah. oh look, a uh, fucking. Tom Holland, Tom Holland and Zendaya have done aye, it, and aye. on the set of uh, the new Spider-Man film, that's really cool, right? Yeah, yeah. But a fucking couple in Cambus Lang <laughs> putting a fucking bins out on a Thursday night don't need to do it as well. Like I don't need to see that. It's not get the kids out. Get the kids out. Used to film this shit. Yeah, I mean it's shit. just, I it, so that that kind of thing. I just, oh, it, it, yeah, it's it, it. You know what it is. It looking in, you're just like God. <laughs> Are we going to look back at this? No, imagine looking at this 20 years, 10 years ago. You'd be yeah. so creeped out. You'd be like, oh. So it'd be like something you see in a Black Mirror episode now. Like, oh, yeah, God. It's yeah. like white, white, weird, like, future. You know, like, when back in the 90s when they used to do future versions of Japan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was always, like, slightly odd, and they're like, never know they're Japanese. They'll be yeah, on it first. Yeah. It's like subtle racism. <clears throat> Well, yeah. it's basically like a lot of that. You probably look in. Everything's just so pol- like coloured and polluted. Aye, there's a <clears throat> there's one, and I don't. I've not seen them on TikTok. I'm assuming that's where it started. I've only ever seen them on like Instagram. You know when you or, or Facebook actually, and, and you know when you, you you watch the videos and yeah. it just keeps playing a different video, and yeah. eventually the thing learns that <clears throat> the yeah, only yeah, thing I like watching is footage of riots and <laughs> like, you know like monkeys doing shit you know like that eventually Paris it does protests. learn but at the start uh, it just shows you anything and there's this yeah. there's there's three guys right and they're, they're a family it's a dad and his two sons oh that sounds bad and already. they do wee dances right to songs and i remember the first time i saw it as they were doing a dance going into the local after lockdown had closed and it was them doing a wee cheeky a wee fucking cheeky chappy thing through the beer garden and then all ordering their pints and sink and then all giving a wee wink to the camera oh and then having life. a first drink and I remember watching it and going I'll fucking kill again like, this is like <laughs> because I, I try I watch them and I try and figure out 
which one I hate the most. Like that, that's that, that's oh, the, so the whole the whole thing. I just sat there going, I don't know who I hate the most here, because I don't know if it's the dad because yeah. he's getting involved in this shit with his sons, or if it's yeah. one of the sons because why the fuck are you hanging about? Why the fuck are you doing a dance with your dad? Yeah. And oh god, it, it, I don't even know what they're called, but yeah, I I, I hate them. Yeah, there. Uh, that sounds yeah. Have you have you seen the train guy yet? The Francis no, Bert, the guy that's like uh, he he he's obsessed with trains. So he'd be like, <laughs> like little Tory dude, like really like a Tory dude. Oh, is he a really tall guy? Aye, and he'd be like, yeah. oh, this will be fifty-two, and he'd be like, oh, <laughs> it, oh it's here, oh my god, and he'd run up to it, and like there'd be like a really confused driver that's this is not happening. <laughs> he'd be like. He'd be like, turn the horn, turn the fucking horn. Some like 35 year old. Oh, God. Aye, that type of stuff, yeah. Oh, <laughs> amazing. Right, hidden gem. You have picked Fire in the Booth by Akawa. Yes, I grew up an adult in a single parent family. Been through a little bit of tragedy. Yes, I was around drugs and violence before the day that I started secondary. That's part of it, not half of it. Get the picture, the rest ain't necessary. Growing up, got a little caught up. That ain't even half of my life Also given the knowledge of self That is all we actually need to survive If you saw me, age nine, reading Malcolm Just fine, teachers still treated me Akala is one of the best, like, UK rappers But, like, mm. um, and funny enough It's Miss Dynamite's brother Ah And you would know him because he's on Frankie Boy's shows I know, I know, yeah, I know Akala Oh, you know Akala, yeah, yeah Oh, God, yeah, like, I don't I don't know him as much for his music I know him Yeah, yeah I know him from appearing on yeah, uh, yeah. Frankie Bell show and from appearing on various uh, debates and stuff like uh, that. Because yeah. he's an incredibly erudite, intelligent yeah. man who knows Everything. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So explain, like you kind of explained it earlier on, but explain what the Fire in the so, Booth idea is. Fire in the Booth, there is like a, it was a guy called Big Dude, looks like a, his name's Charlie Slough is the good one, right? I think it's BBC Radio 4, maybe, mm-hmm. or whatever. So they used to do, like, Fire in the Booth. There's American versions, kind of like it, kind of like Sway in the Morning and stuff like that, right? But Fire in the Booth, you go in, you have a you have a song prepared, basically, like, lyric-wise. Sometimes some people do it off the top of their head, but it's not like anything you've done, blah, blah, blah. They give you a week and go come in with a song or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the problem is you have to keep it going with flow-wise. It's not really about just... Uh, like it is about bars you have to be able to go keep going blah 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 you know a lot of American ones and some of these ones they would switch the song up you do like the five fingers of death they'd switch the beat five times during the thing you just keep going and blah 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 and it it shows you who's actually a good rapper technical rapper and who isn't like Kanye West went stood silent during his in America and they had to cut it like because he was a shite you know that type of way and then you're seeing guys like King Lost fucking doing it but Akala had like four of them uh, and all four of them are belter. Like the first one and the fourth one, they're great. With YouTube watch, you get like mesmerized and stuck in it because you're listening to the lyrics and you're like, "Fucking hell!" Like all of these are absolute. There's so much of it, mm-hmm. and it's coming at you quite quick. Uh, I mean, his is all about stuff like all about you know, uh, being black and youthful in London and doing everything you know, mm-hmm. uh, what it was like growing up. But it's always got something about it, and it's always about how the government. He's always talking about things or Tories or. Uh, like fucking Cladden and Grenfell, anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it just constantly goes. It's quite, you know, they refuse to. These guys don't sign to record labels or anything. You know, they kind of self-produce and all that. Yeah. But I brilliant. That's fine. Yeah, um, because that's like, I suppose, people like him and rap and grime artists. 
yeah. are kind of the last because it like comedy they used are. to comedy used to be a, a a place where establishment could be challenged and yeah. You could, and I don't want to use that. You could say what you want because you can. You can still obviously say what you want, but it used to be that kind of challenge in the government, you know, alternative comedy. Yes. Uh, in the eighties and then in, in the early nineties and stuff, um, and that's kind of gone because it a is, lot of comedy is, is sanitized into panel yeah, yeah. shows. Um, but I imagine like that when they're self-producing their own albums, that is, is where it is the last. It is the last of that type of. I I think it anyway it is and I never used to like grime or anything like that mm-hmm. until recently when I find it and some of it is quite just hip hop if you know what I mean yeah. I used to always think of grime as a certain type of beat or whatever like I used to be thinking of fucking people like Skepta and I didn't really like him and stuff like that um, but some of it is absolutely excellent I've been find, finding you know yeah. like real real good and it is it's punk as it's it's as close to the original punk as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. Where you, yeah. Could, where you could go up and do your thing and not be blah blah blah. I mean, like I don't really. It's kind of dead now. That fight, the fire in the booth thing. I just I'm just realised it's like the the thing we do. Well, it's set it's list. Like, it, that's what it would be like. That's yeah. the best way to describe yeah. it. So describe describe set list to anyone that it's the worst show in the world. It's the best show in the world. If you're good at it, it's the best show in the world. I had my. Most spac- spectacular death. Yes. At Setlist. Yes. Yeah. So did I, actually. Uh, but, but, well, no, but yours, <laughs> yours was funny. Mine, and you mine, won mine them was, around yeah. after the gig. Mind you, you were like, on somebody else was on stage when you yeah, finally, they were yeah. like... like. It's, it's basically, for folk that don't know, it's um, you go on stage and uh, you'll get presented with topics that you need to talk about but that, that you need to act like that's been your set for ages and you have stuff for it so a, a topic will come up and it, i mean it, it, it's bizarre topics it's not yeah, like yeah. it's not like the difference between cats and dogs that yeah, will come yeah. up it'll be like a school shooting reunion that kind of uh, thing uh, that uh, will come up behind you and you need to do a routine yeah and sell it and make it as, yeah. but, but but for you, like, it's impossible difficult. You're a one-liner comedian. Well, so. I, this is how confident I was one second before. I was like, great, I'll just fire out a one-liner. As if I had the time to sit there and develop a fucking banging one-liner with yeah. something that comes up. Oh, boy, did I learn the hard way. I remember <laughs> the first thing came up was like, Bon Anonymous, like B-O-N-O-N, and then like Anonymous. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's like, you know, when you wear big sunglasses, like Bono, so you don't want people to know who you are. Yeah. And then I just went, next... <laughs> I have nothing else to say, and then I went, "Oh my god!" And then I stayed silent, basically for all of them. I mean, to be uh, fair, that is a that is a real shit one to get first. <laughs> like, I'm, I I was sitting there going, "I don't know what I would do for this either," to be honest. But I wrote, but I was sitting there going, "Like, no, I can't remember the next one." And the next one was easy for mm. a set list. There was something like nature, fucking disco or something like something you could definitely work around. Yeah. Uh, anyway. uh, but I kept going. Uh, next slide, and Kai would just obviously put up the same slide. Yeah, yeah, and just uh, yeah, watch, yeah, the watch you, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only him screaming, laughing from the back of the Echo to three hundred seater. <laughs> uh, Jesus. You should do it again, because like when you I do will it... do it again. I said I would do it again now, because he asked me like a year after. I was like, absolutely not. That's not happening. When you do it, because uh, I went to because I lo- like I would do it every single night if I was if allowed to. Um, and I watched it loads before I ever got asked yeah. to do it. And there's been some nights where see if you can see if you can manage to do a callback at the end and weave it all together 
you, yeah. honestly, the, the, the crowd think you're a, you're, you're they a think genius. you're a, 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 a wizard or something. Yeah, like, yeah, they can't yeah. fucking believe. Like, I mean, it's all mechanics because you all go. Yeah, like, yeah, all I need to do is try and link that to there, but they it blows their fucking minds. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. That's that is actually when you're saying it, that is like the fire in the bluff. That is yeah. kind of what it is. It's more uh, the technical. Uh, raw talent of it or whatever yeah. than than the, yeah. anything polished or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. I... Favorite song you've picked in the jailhouse now by Tim Blake Nelson. He's in the jailhouse now. He's in the jailhouse now. Well, I told him once or twice to stop playing cards and a shooting dice. He's in the jailhouse now. Do you know this is this is right? You know this is one right. My dad doesn't like music. <laughs> right. He actively used to tell me I don't like music, and I go, "That's not a thing. I've never heard anyone just right." He goes, "I only like three things." He liked uh, Randy Newman. Right. He liked Chris Christopherson, uh-huh. the guy from Blade. Yeah, yeah. I'm only joking. I love seven. Uh, and uh, one album by Queen. What one album? What album? A Night at the Opera. Ah, the one with Bohemian Rhapsody on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, yeah. so it was just that. Not, and he goes, the rest of it's shite. You can't just go, <laughs> the rest of it is shite. So, Tim Blake Nelson. <laughs> my dad watches none but westerns all day still. Like, he been 40s westerns all day. I'm like, how many westerns are there? You must have seen everything under the sun. But none of none knew. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, do you know, do you might like Eugene the Revenant? And he was like, I'm not watching that. So <laughs> it was it was made in 2015. I'm not doing that. Then he watched it and he was like, this is fucking, yes. So I think, I think I, I'll love to go back. I'll probably set him on. But anyway, he liked the movie Buster Scruggs just because... Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really like it myself. It was the Coen Brothers one, but yeah. Tim Blake Nelson's on it and sings and stuff. Um, but if you know Tim Blake Nelson, he sings a lot of the songs in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And mm. I think In the Jailhouse Now, sorry, is on that as well. Yeah. And that's a great film, great soundtrack. And I, I love Tim Blake Nelson. I feel like he yeah. should be singing songs all the time. Yeah. That's that's amazing. <laughs> I, love this. I can't get the, the one Queen album, the rest of it, shite. It's not, yeah. even, it's not even like that was their one... Bizarrely, oh. concept album like suddenly made that they made a gangster <laughs> rap album. <laughs> this is right. what Queen should be doing. It's, it's very was, similar to other albums. When I said like it was this Queen, al- I had to burn that album from, and then like four songs from the other two artists, and that was him done. <laughs> uh, and then he was just sitting there going, he was just sitting there going. Recently, I tried to get him into like Pokey Lafarge and stuff. And mm-hmm. He goes, ah, he's all right, that boot. Right, so right, so he kind of likes bluegrass, but kind of country and Waylon Jennings and shit would be more Eugene. Mm-hmm. Right, so. So he'd listen to some of them now, but when he was younger, it wasn't even just, I don't like the Queen, the rest of it's shite. When he said the rest of it, he just meant music, blanket. All right. <laughs> queen at the opera, and they at their opera, and then the rest of it is shite. The You're like, what? Do you mean like Queen? No, no, just the whole music thing. The rest of all music is shite. <laughs> It's like you can't just blank. How many songs? How much have you just wiped away? I like. I love that. Just as a night of the opera finishes, he just puts the needle up on the neck and goes, "Well, that's that then." <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking. He's a psycho. Oh, amazing. Um, because I'm, I'm gonna like just to that your dad Eugene is a is a. An enigma, of enigma a man that we, I... that me and uh, our friends have got to know through stories. Oh, I intend to go back to Christmas. I'm like, yeah. here we go. 
And then, so you would come back from Christmas and say, this is what Eugene's been up to. And then I remember one night, I just friended him on Facebook. Oh, aye. He got back and accepted, and I was so chuffed. I was like, I've never even met the man. He thinks you're funny. (laughs) He only thinks you're funny from the friend. And War now, you saw War as well. Aye. And uh, so, two two stories, if you don't mind telling Yeah. One, the the dolphin story. Yeah. Two, the dogs Okay, right. Yeah, okay, right. I'll start with, you know what, I'll start with the dogs one because that's when he was young, okay? Uh And this happened because I didn't believe this, first of all, because I heard it from someone else first because your dad was there. It was him that did it. And I go, what? And uh, it was in a bar called Bannigan's in Liverpool, and he went, (laughs) oh, I hear this. And I didn't believe the story because it followed the rule of three. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard this, I was a comedian. I goes, it kind of follows the rule of three. That sounds like you've just taken an old fucking Paddy Irishman joke, right? I went and then told him, I go, right, dogs, nineteen seventy three. What happened? And he went, oh fuck, where'd you hear this? And I was like, I was chatting to your mad friend Louis in the bar, right? <laughs> so basically, when my dad was like, whatever, eighteen, um, he got into this scheme where he, uh, him and his two mates, pulled all their money together and bought a greyhound. Right, <laughs> as you, as you do at eighteen. Right, this is like directly from a Guy Ritchie movie, by the way. Like I have no idea how this basically bought the Greyhound, and their idea was to put all the money on the Greyhound and bet on it as well with the remaining money, mm-hmm. make a fortune, and off they go. So they put out pull out their whole money. I remember they paid for it. Now they had a little other scheme going here, and the other scheme was <laughs> they were good. they found a guy in Strabane that was going to, was able to drug the dog like <laughs> steroid this greyhound to win the race right so they were like sounds legit right buy the dog buy the drugs i'm sorry if there's animal lovers out there right <laughs> and then uh basically they even lent he took a lend of his sister's money to put a bet on the dog as much money they were like well this is a, a sure thing uh-huh. you know what i mean um so he says we had like 50 quid left over from all of this uh, but we kept it to celebrate for drinks, like they were celebrating before the race had even happened. So they started getting smashed at the dog track. Uh, getting absolutely hammered, right? And uh, basically when they are hammered, Eugene just went, um, I've just, I came and you said, I injected the dog, you know? And I came up to, and I was just like, oh, fuck, I injected the dog, you know what I mean? Uh, and he goes, what do you mean you injected it? Uh, I did it like 20 minutes ago. And, the, and that was the guy, Brian, and Louis just went, you fucking joking, man? Literally about, 15 minutes that was what I was doing I wasn't going to the toilet I went down to inject the dog so they all rushed down to the paddock thing and uh, the dog has overdosed and died <laughs> in the before the race oh Jesus I oh, mean God. that's the that's the level what you're getting at uh, I, I was I was told that he got the the, the bet money back because it was void say, like, because, because like, it was a non-runner yeah well, but, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Like, it's a horse race if they make the run. But, like, but he said, that was just basically my sister's money back. We had ruined all our money on the dog. So all we had was uh, used far too much of the drug, and we had a dead dog for about all our money that we had fucking yeah. God almighty. And unfortunately, it's not the only animal story that I have for you, Jim. <laughs> and this was a new one. Like, I knew you when this thing happened. This is like 2017, maybe, or so. Uh, back at Christmas, it's always Christmas because I suppose that's the time I'm back. It's, I, I shudder to think this shit happens all year round, though. <laughs> right? I get a call on Christmas morning. When I say Christmas morning, the 25th of December. And he goes, I live in Dunfanaghy now, right? Uh, they live in Dunfanaghy, right? And there's a beach nearby. We live five minutes from the beach, right? And he just goes, 
It's about six in the morning, seven thirty in the morning or something like that, right? And he just, I get a phone call and he's like, right, Ryan, come down to the beach. And I go, why? And he goes, I just come down. I can't tell you why. And I go, I feel like you have to, like, come down to the beach. It's seven a.m. I don't even get up at that time. So I didn't know what was really going on. I was kind of worried walking down, going, what the fuck's going on, right? And I walk onto the beach and he's standing over a dead dolphin. <laughs> right? Like full on fucking free willy. That's a wheel, but you know what I mean? Fungi the dolphin lying dead, right? Dead dolphin. And the first thing he said to me was, it wasn't me. <laughs> now, I never had that in my head until he said that. Well, when he goes, it wasn't me, I saw that there was like drag marks on the sand <laughs> from where the dolphin was. And I was just like, did you, did you, like, I didn't expect, I didn't think he went into the ocean and re- choked one out and then dragged it up the, and first of all, why would you drag it? Like, you know, yeah. if you find a dead body in a park, the last thing you do is, well, I better drag this around for a while before calling the police. So anyway, he's standing with this thing. I go, did you just, did you drag this? Right. And he was acting all shifty. He was like, no, you just show me the dolphin. But also I feel like I was there to get rid of a body or get rid of a crime. That's why he called me down. Like good fellas. I need help. I choked out some dude in the disco. So he goes, uh, he's acting all shifty. At one stage, I always remember, he just goes, uh, will, we, will we ring the others? And I was like, the others, like your family, the rest of the, my brother and said, yeah, will we ring the others? They're kind of like, Ryan, you, you'll be all right with this. Uh, thought I was be fine with it. Uh, I mean, there was much more to it. Like, but basically, I don't. I, I he won't answer. But I think what he's done is either found this dead dolphin and for no reason dragged it two hundred meters up the beach so we could take pictures of it and call me <laughs> at seven a.m. On, on Christmas morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's so much to unpack with him. If he hadn't, like, I've got a great idea. If he hadn't, I phoned you, and then suddenly Christmas dinner is completely different. Oh, I. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> a hell of a fishy gamey kind of thing. <laughs> oh my god. Just carve, carving up the family dog. Oh, <laughs> Who wants the blowhole? Oh, oh my god. So I, I, he's always, yeah, oh. he's always good. I mean, I got so many stories with him about animals, but Jesus Amazing, Christ. amazing. Right, closing song to close off the playlist. Boys Are Back In Town by Thin Lizzy. <laughs> Well, we have, yeah, can't have, can't not have him. Yeah, can't have, can't not have Phil in it, you know, Phil Nizzi. So, yeah, greatest Irish uh, band ever. I would say so. I, yeah. I'd probably have them in that. That would, they would, they would. I would have them up there. I mean, we grew up with it and everything like that as well. Um, that was our, that was my, when I was very young, would have mm-hmm. been the first things I listened to was Jimi Hendrix and Phil Nizzi. It was yeah. always the two I was introduced to. That, that, and uh, my uncle when I was like five years old, so funny, give me. Uh, music for the Jilted Generation by oh, Prodigy. Yeah. Uh, wow. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to fuck me up, like, kid. <laughs> when I was sitting there at like seven years old, listening to Break and Enter, going, <laughs> uh, anyway, no wonder I turned out how it turned out. My mum always says this thing, and I always think, he goes, Do you know what's mad? Because he, he, was, he was so Irish and he was always on TV. He goes, I remember when he died, we all were just like, oh, I didn't really notice he was black. I go, What? <laughs> My mum always says it. She's always just like, We never noticed. I go, I mean, I, I, 
I, I go, well, I mean, I thought that's a good thing, but... I mean, that's, that's uh, quite a heartwarming thing, actually. She's like, just like, without notice, you know, which would have been, she was basically trying to say, but I mean, like, in the 70s in Ireland, that would have been quite, sho- like, uh, not oh, shocking, God. but they, she was just like, like, well, it would have been quite a, um, like, it would be news, you yeah. know, because we're quite backward in Ireland, you know. It was I, can't imagine it was, I can't imagine there was many black people in Ireland in the 70s. At all, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Phil, my mum was always like, I was, I was just never, never really noticed. Yeah. But then again, she also said the same about George Michael. Didn't know he was gay. Not Man. at all. I know, but a lot Not of people will say that, Ryan. <laughs> that Nicholas. <laughs> Wham. And then she'd watch a music video and go, I mean, I know it's obvious now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, think uh, it was when he got uh, caught sucking off a policeman in the toilet. That's I think when, that's, I think that's when the penny dropped to me and I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. There's something going on here. <laughs> What are you trying to tell us, George, between yeah. the lines? <laughs> oh, you said, yeah. Uh, right, Ryan, thanks so much for this, man. No worries. It's been absolutely brilliant. And sorry it took... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I go back and listen and it's not all robotic. Oh, my God. Weird voices. Yep. Cause I'm That'll not, be annoying. I'm not, I'm not talking to you again nah, yeah, for that's another it. fucking hour. Yeah. Th- for ex- a third time. So. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. I'll Thank you very you, much, man. I'll see you. I'll see you in Blackpool tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you. Bye. Cheers. And that's that. Episode eleven done. Cheers to Ryan for being a fantastic guest. Be back next week. Um, in the meantime, what can I tell you? I'm going to try and make this a lot more regular. If uh, no, I've uh, uh, basically, basically, here's the deal, right? Because I've been promising this special coming out as well, and it's just taking me so fucking long to get everything edited together and release a trailer and all that kind of stuff. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of beating myself up and busting my balls because I'm not getting everything done. But I'm trying to remember that I do have a family and I've got two young children and it's just taken ages doing a lot of this and I edit all of this myself. So, um, but I am, I am going to try and make this a lot more regular weekly, I think. I've now got a bank of guests that I've interviewed for the podcast that I'll, uh, at least now I've got that bank that I never had before because the festival came along and then I got the COVID and that's still kicking my arse. So, I promise. After this, I've got about three more to release for Christmas, and then after that, I am going to start putting them out weekly. I promise. And the special is coming soon to YouTube once I get it out. And I'm going to be gigging all the way through Christmas as well. So if you check my Instagram and stuff, all my links are on the podcast episode description, as are all Ryan's. Follow him as well. Uh, we've actually just uh, I've actually just signed to the same agent. As Ryan, so we're going to be competing for gigs. So it'll be sad to see Ryan not get as many gigs anymore. So yeah, uh, follow Ryan uh, on all of his uh, socials and whatnot. Follow me as well. You get me on YouTube, uh, TikTok now as well. I'm on TikTok, not doing any stupid wee dances, but it's all just stand-up clips that I've uh, recorded various different gigs, uh, and that's going all right as well. Uh, the special will be out soon, as I say. Um, follow this podcast on uh, at Perfect Play Pod on Twitter. Please get in touch as well if you've enjoyed the podcast. Some people get in touch and it's fantastic. Please get in touch if you've got any suggestions or categories, any guests you want on. I'd love to hear it. If you're on 
iTunes, the Apple Podcasts thing. Um, if you give us a five-star review, if you've enjoyed it, that'd be fantastic. If you can leave us a review and write a wee review, that'll be even better because it puts us up the charts and it makes more people listen to it. And if you've got any pals that love comedy and love music and love comedians talking shite about music and trying to make it funny please let them know apart from that i think that's that i'll be back next week with another cracking guest but in the meantime i will leave you with the words of the lead singer of the stooges iggy pop who said they say that death kills you but death doesn't kill you boredom and indifference kill you see you next week bye-bye